Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. Jumbo, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Radio Harambe. We are uh, here. We're going to talk about the upcoming 25th anniversary of everybody's favorite park at Walt Disney World, Disney's Animal Kingdom. But first, let me talk to you about Tee Public. We are selling T-shirts galore at uh, uh, our Tee Public store. You can find the uh, link either in my Twitter handle at Jumbo, everyone. Or one of two Instagram pages, Safari underscore Mike or Disney's Animal Kingdom. You'll see the link and click on it and you'll see all the fantastic designs, most of them by the lovely Christina, who my co-host, who uh, designed various, you know, some of them are pretty obvious, like Nomad Lounge, Dawa Bar. And some of them are real deep dives like Joe Rody masks and beads or the uh, Pangani Forest Trail and, and things like that. So uh, check it out. And purchase it for, um, and you can wear it on as you celebrate the 25th birthday of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is coming up here on uh, April 22nd. And all the proceeds are going to a, a Gorilla Conservation Fund, Grace, which is the Gorilla Research and Conservation Education Center located in Africa. So um, take, check that out too. You could you know find them on Twitter and stuff. But that is our. Uh, public service announcement for the day and we are just going to talk a little news we've got some things coming up as of course as i just mentioned it's disney's animal kingdom's 25th birthday coming up and we are going to talk about some of the things a lot of them food related that are coming uh but first i'd like to say hello to christina hello how you doing hi i'm good Okay, so we're ready. I know you're not a big fan of like the various cupcakes and stuff that uh, Disney often does for these little things. Is that true or not? Because I know I'm not. Um, I am not a cupcake person. <laughs> no, this one's really pretty though. The beehive one. I think it's a really pretty one. Okay, we're gonna get. Well, let's let's delve into it because there are a lot of various treats coming to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Uh, the first is this beehive. And, you know, go online. You'll see, you know, just Google Disney's Animal Kingdom 25th anniversary or whatever, and you'll see pictures of all of them. But there is a beehive uh, cupcake coming to Creature Comforts. It's going to be there. Uh, it's actually there now, and it's going to be there through the end of April as a uh, as a treat. It's a beehive mousse dome. It's a honey mousse on top of a brownie base with sugar bees and white chocolate honeycomb. So it's not a cupcake at all. Well, I mean, it kind of looks like a cupcake, doesn't it? <laughs> I've, I'm just saying I would probably prefer 
the texture of a brownie to a cake. Same here. So, Me too. Well, it's you... nice that they're giving people a different option, although that is a lot of mousse. <laughs> it's not a one, one thing that I think Christina would agree with is uh, I am not a cake fan. I do not really eat birthday cake or things like that. I prefer brownies, cookies, that kind of thing. Um, the other thing that's coming at the Dawa bar is a rum and pineapple cocktail. Um, and also at the Flame Tree Barbecue, what do you think of this one? This is a flamingo cupcake. It has a big flamingo on the top of it. Strawberry cake, strawberry filling, guava buttercream, and uh, a sugar flamingo with white chocolate wings. I mean, the wings are white chocolate. I don't know. What do you think of that one? I'd be interested as to how guava icing tastes. I bet that's good. Think it goes good with strawberry? I guess, right? I don't know. <laughs> also there at the Flame Tree Barbecue is a bubbling pink lagoon, which is a uh, strawberry lemonade sprite and kiwi flavoring. Um, Nomad Lounge has a bunch of uh, new cocktails. A gin and bitters cocktail is going to be there. Pizza Fari. Now, this one really is, before I show you this one, this one is really a work of art. It's the Elephant Cupcake. It's a graham cracker, pineapple filling with matcha buttercream, crispy pearls, and a stunning white chocolate elephant celebrating Earth Month. That's interesting, isn't it? It's pretty. Um, I'm not picking up what the... Th- theme is it's just random animals really for him really? <laughs> that's okay. what it seems like okay. <laughs> there's no real theme here um that's by the way at restaurant at the um tamu tamu which is for those of you that don't know is a small little uh shop at the corner of harambe right when you first walk in is a sunday which is a brownie with a scoop of ice cream caramel sauce and trail mix topped with white chocolate image of Kajana, which is an actual gorilla and the Gorilla Falls trail. It's one of the, the males there. That's a sundae? I, well, it's, that's ice cream. <laughs> I know this is a podcast, but it's a picture of a brownie, and there's a white glob on top, which, and it looks like Fruity Pebbles on it. Uh, but it actually says it's trail crunch mix, but doesn't it look like Fruity Pebbles? <laughs> that's a yes <laughs> it's hard to figure out I will grant you that I did not think that was I will grant you that dessert. now what's, what's next to it I'm about to get to that okay. that is at Terra Treats which is one of the little booths along Discovery Island it's a roasted mushroom and leek pizza and there's a plant-based offering with a possible uh, meatballs, roasted mushrooms, braised leeks, and a dash of truffle oil. That's a, pa- that's a hard pass for me. You just don't like mushrooms. I do not. I think it sounds wonderful. I have to be honest. I've never had any of the impossible things, like impossible meatballs. It's an impossible thing? That's what it says. Ba- ba- offering with impossible meatballs, oh. roasted mushrooms... So well, I think I just picked up on the I think, leek and mushroom. I think and, these uh, pieces here they almost look like sausage. I think are like impossible meatball I slices. Just picked up on the the truffle and mushrooms and leek, and I just thought that sounded really good. I, but you, you're right; I've never had an impossible anything. Yeah, I don't know what they're like. I don't know, and maybe they're good. I have no idea. Um, 
couple other things. Tusker House has a bee mini cupcake in the buffet, and there's a whole bunch of uh, sort of vegetarian items coming to the buffet, including uh, including cauliflower bunny chow, black-eyed pea salad, impossible boboti. I'm a big fan of boboti. I'm, again, I don't know about uh, <laughs> impossible, uh, but green beans, tandoori tomatoes, et cetera, and more and more and more. Uh, there's a couple of be- uh, excuse me, beers that are coming. Uh, to uh, various places along the um, along the Discovery Island, I won't delve too much into it, but they sort of have animal theme. There's like a tiger eye gold ale and a honeybee citrus blonde ale. They're from breweries from around the country. They'll be there for a limited time. Are they from around the country or around the world? I believe they're all in the United States. Like uh, I'm looking at the tiger eye gold is from the. Pacific you're, Northwest. You're your brother. Didn't you have it as a wish list item one year to get beers from around the world into Animal Kingdom? That definitely sounds like me or my brother. <laughs> <laughs> that is for damn sure. But I am not sure if uh, we did it, did that. Now, at the Mara, which is, of course, the um, counter service at Jumbo House at Disney's Animal Kingdom, there is the Cactus Cake which is a chocolate cake, peanut butter filling, strawberry jam, and buttercream. And if you take a look at that, it kind of looks like a cactus. Kind of. It does. It, it, it is a weird-looking thing, but, I mean, I, I, you know, it's brownies and peanut butter, and, you know, if you're into that. Or chocolate cake, I should say. Excuse me. Um, Sanaa, which, of course, has the legendary bread service, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> is offering a, a an interesting dish called um, chaat, C-H-A-A-T. It's seasonal vegetables from the land um, at Epcot and a potato croquet with masala, uh, kale, pakora, whatever that, whatever that is, tamarind, coriander, chutney, and uh, coconut rata. So, uh, you know, that's something. I mean, it looks, it actually looks pretty that good. sounds like the best thing that you've brought up so far in this list yeah yeah <laughs> it's the most interesting for sure i mean uh, i i'm not as big of a dessert guy as maybe some other people but anyway there's a few other drinks that you know i won't really delve into them here but there's a couple of other things coming on for uh disney's animal kingdom for example at um the river boats there are going to be new characters that you'll be able to see as they tool around um, the uh, Discovery River. Um, they haven't quite announced who that's going to be, but there's going to be some new ones. And actually, there's going to be, and you might like this one, a limited-time Wilderness Explorer badge just for Earth Day. Um, uh, our, uh, my stepkids, your children, are very big on the Wilderness Explorers. And uh, my kids, when they were younger, I mean, now they're uh, in college and beyond. So they so used to love it when the first came out. But uh, a new badge, I always think this is a, such an easy thing to do, is to bring a bust out a new wilderness badge to kind of celebrate some sort of event or some sort of day, whether it's Earth Day or anniversary of the Animal Kingdom, or even something even simpler, like maybe Rhino Day or Arbor Day or something along those lines. But, you know, that's... Um, that's actually a kind of a cool thing to do. 
Um, I know you're a big fan of Wilderness Lodge. Uh, Wilderness Explorers, correct? Yes, very much so. Now, there is a new logo for Disney's uh, Animal Kingdom. And it's going to be on a couple things like T-shirts. And I pulled up for the two of us to see um, a, a sort of a travel mug. It has the number 25. It's kind of the 25 looks like it's a tree with at the bottom of it kind of has roots. And above it, I guess, sort of echoing the tree of life. And above it are drawings of a rhino, elephant and tiger. I am going to put you on the spot here and say, what do you think being the expert in this grouping here of me and you of logos and designs? um, What do you think of that design? So I'm going to reference something, not Disney. Okay. But there was a show, in fact, I think I own it, called Claymation Christmas when I was a kid. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It was I have, actually. Dinosaurs. And the they do kind of a claymation. Um, it's an art thing for Joy to the World where they're doing... Was it still photography of them spreading this clay and paint and all mm-hmm. of that? That's what it reminds me of. It looks like something from that scene. That I can see that rendering. So I like it. I'm, okay. I'm into art. Yeah, I mean it's 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 it, you know not just a standard picture. There's like some sort of it's kind of a cross between yeah, almost stained glass ish, but then also I can see paint. That. It's yeah. I do. I will say I like the colors, and I like the idea of the twenty-five being sort of growing in the ground and stuff like that. That's kind of cool. But um, you know, that's there's some other new shirts. Uh, well, see, this is more of the design here, a little bit different on a different. T-shirt. Yeah. Again, it has that twenty-five that has the roots growing out of it, but there's like a lot of leaves, and even the animals are a little a little different. And there's more animals. There's a zebra in this one. This is a shirt that you'll be able to get during the um, during the um, event. There is a rather pedestrian uh, men's shirt with a pocket. I'm not, a, not a fan of that. Just a lot of leaves on it. Then there's a Kevin shirt, which uh, you know has the 25th um, logo up the front, and in the back it has Kevin, of course, from Up, uh, talking about you know more adventure is out there. What do you think of that one? It's a spirit jersey. Oh, right, 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 right. Um, just on the basic cut, I'm not. I I I don't like the spirit jerseys personally for the cut. It's fine for other people. Just I'm not for me. But I like Kevin, and I like the more adventure is out there um, slogan. I think that's a cute tag or hook. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good looks out of logo. Uh, there's actually a new Kevin stuffed animal, which is very large. It's like, you know, the size of a toddler. I'm not sure how you get that home, but, <laughs> but there is one. There's a bucket hat with sort of the same kind of logo. And again, the leaves, not a fan. Yeah, not any there. There's a new. They're back. Bucket hats are back. They're back in. I've I've never been a bucket hat, bucket hat fan. I don't think it's made for you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's for girls. Um, the backpack's not bad, though. I like the backpack. It's uh, embossed leather. 
it looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's real leather because that would be strange for that. It's lounge fly, so it's probably not. Um, but it, it appears to be at least faux embossed leather with the same symbol, and um, it looks really nice. And, um, oh, also, you know, there's another thing coming. There is a colossal elephant roll that's going to be at various I places. Know. I it's, don't know what an elephant roll is. It's like a giant cinnamon roll slash muffin, really. That's what it looks like. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much it for the merch and things of that nature. Um, Disney has, and I don't think you have seen this, but Disney has released uh, on the My Magic uh, pl- or whatever the whatever the website's called now, the app is called now. My Magic, My Experience, or My Disney, whatever it's called, where you can look at the wait line, wait times, and book your mm-hmm. food and get counter service. Well, now they've put up t- three um, videos that give you a small tour. They're each about two minutes long of Gorilla Falls, Maharaja Jungle. And the Discovery Island trails. They don't do, for whatever reason, they don't have one for the Oasis, but they have the three other spots. So you could click on, if you're like over there, you can click on it and get like a real brief two minute tour of, you know, what's on the trail. I guess it's trying to entice people to say, hey, there's gorillas, there's other cool things on this trail. So that only works when you're there? No, you can watch it right now if you have the app. Oh, well. First, I think they're ripping off your walkthroughs. <laughs> well, that's interesting that you get to that because... And number two, though, that's, I mean, how many people wouldn't love to go in and do that? Now, now is it pre-recorded or are there yes. cameras on the trail nope, that pre-recorded. you can kind of... Pre-recorded. Because you know how like certain national parks, like you can watch the wolf cubs... Right, there's like live cams. In their dens and things like that. Like that would be really cool. There's actually uh, quite a few. Disney's Animal Kingdom is not one of them, but there's a handful of zoos that I could think of, like the Houston Zoo, San Francisco Zoo, uh, a few of them that do live cams. So like if you're sitting around in the afternoon and just want to see what the chimps at the Houston Zoo are doing, you can click on their website and watch them for a little while if, you, if, you'd, if that was your thing. They don't do that at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And these are not live. They are pre-recorded. They're uh, keepers from the various areas, whatever, you know, whichever one they're doing, Gorilla Falls or whatever. And again, it's only two minutes, but it's all video. You'll see like the otters and the Discovery Island trails and they talk like real quickly about it. Now, you mentioned an interesting thing, and that is my walkthroughs. And I have taken, gone back and researched what episodes are each one. So if you are so inclined... Go back to episode 162 of uh, Radio Harambe. You'll get my walkthrough tour of Gorilla Falls. And at episode 110, you'll get the 10 things you didn't know about Gorilla Falls. Episode 121 is uh, my tour of the Maharaja Jungle Trek. And 182 is things you didn't know about the Maharaja Jungle Trek. And finally, episode 157 is my tour of both the Oasis and the Tree of Life. It's one deal. And I actually did these as I was walking through the trails and recorded them as I was walking. Um, But anyway, there's a couple other news items I want to touch on real quick before we skedaddle. Number One of them is the Lesser Flamingos. Now, the Lesser Flamingos are the ones that you see around the Tree of Life. 
There's a handful of them. It's not the greater flamingos, the African flamingos that you see on the Kilima, uh, Kilimanjaro safaris. That's where you get the flamingo badge. That is correct. That's where you get, see, a, wild, a wilderness explorer's uh, 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 expert. Now, the greater flamingos have, and you've probably seen them as you've gone. I'm sure many of our listeners have seen them as you're going on Kilimanjaro safaris. Have chicks all the time. I mean, there are baby uh, flamingos there often. They're, they're usually when they're uh, they're pale. You know, they're they're almost white, but they haven't gotten the the pink for uh, the pink feathers yet. But the lesser flamingos, they have had a terrible time trying to get them to breed. Even though there are breeding pairs there, they haven't had a chick in over twenty years until now. They had a baby was born. A chick was born. Not that long ago, and they credit the fact that they actually used mud from the baseball diamond at Wide World of Sports. Somehow they figured out that they, the flamingos were having a hard time packing the nests right. So they weren't comfortable with the mud and the dirt that they had to make nests, so they weren't nesting. So they bring. They somehow figured out that this baseball dirt was better material for the flamingos. They brought it over from Wide World of Sports, from the baseball diamond, put it in their exhibit. They've had a chick, and a few more are on the way. For some, whatever it was, was like magic. And now they have, thanks to baseball, there are now flamingos, uh, lesser flamingos, and lesser flamingos are actually much more endangered than the than the greater flamingos, the, the ones in Africa. It's like tying your two loves together, baseball <laughs> and animal kingdom. That's exactly that's exactly that's exactly right. Um a couple of other brief news items. Uh Chef Mwanga's meat shop. Many of you probably don't know what that is, but that's actually one of the buildings in Harambe Market. It used to sell sausages then it went on to other things. Now it's closed and it's just a bar out front, like a portable bar that they just stuck out front. So there's no more Chef Mwanga's meat shop. Uh, the dino um, area, well, Dino Land, the um, ice cream place, has a new ice cream sandwich that is huge. It's two sugar cookies and vanilla ice cream. I know you're a big vanilla, uh, vanilla and sugar cookie fan, but you probably will not have that. It is huge. It could feed like 12 people. There are no Tree of Life Awakenings. They stopped. Um, we're not sure if they are, if and when they are coming back. But because the park closes, because it's much, it's brighter, you know, later in the day now, obviously with daylight savings time, and that the park closes like around seven, they are not doing Tree of Life Awakenings. They've taken it off the map. We don't know when it's coming back, if ever. With summer approaching, are they extending hours? They haven't announced it yet. Not in May or June, but maybe July and August. We don't know that yet. It's the same. Tree of Life Awakenings, I mean, people who have listened to uh, to this show in the past uh, know that I am a huge fan of Tree of Life Awakenings. And unfortunately, uh, it uh, doesn't look like it's going to be there for at least the foreseeable future. Moana, um, who was obviously getting a big... Uh, a, a attraction, I guess you call it, in Epcot. We'll be doing meet and greets at Disney's Animal Kingdom during the um, you know the month or so where we're celebrating its anniversary. Last but not least, on the bit of news is um, the cast members from Africa, the cultural representatives 
who have been absent for a while thanks to COVID are coming back. So that's good news. I know uh, I love talking to them. I mean, I've talked to them at the, on the safari or when they do the various things for kids and stuff like that, and they do the tours and things like that, which I've been on a couple of them. Um, they are terrific, and I am glad that they are coming back. So there's that. That's good news anyway. That is good news. I have one other thing I want to do. Okay. I was listening to uh, the Be Our Guest podcast, which is uh, the Be Our Guest podcast. It's a podcast. And they were doing a a shows about, or a a show about uh, podcasts that have been around, Disney podcasts that have been around forever, some of them gone, that they were, were really influential to them and they really enjoyed. And Radio Harambe came up on it. And one of the things one of the hosts said, and you know, Mike Rallman has been doing, he's been a Be Our, Be Our Guest podcast. Oh. You know him. I know you know him. No, no, no. They have a running group. They do. They do. I forget the name of it. You were part of it for a while, right? It's the Lizards. Could no, be. I'm not, I wasn't, but I know them. Okay, okay. I know them for running. You have to have the right time for me. <laughs> yes. If I mentioned the running group, she would have gotten it right away. That's right. Anyway. So Mike Rallman has been podcasting way before I did, and I've actually guessed it on his show way back when. Um, but anyway, they mentioned Radio Harambe, and the one thing the guy said, they, they, they said, it wasn't Mike that said that, it was one of the other co-hosts, they said, I like how they are not pixie dusters. They don't, they're not like <laughs> totally into Disney. They're not like, I mean, everything's gold, in other words. Um, they're somewhat critical. They're a bit snarky. And I used to love when they did uh, Guess That Price. It was a game I used to do with Dave all the time when we were doing news things. Uh, we stopped doing that a while ago. But I would bring up a topic. I would describe it, what it was, and I would have Dave guess the price. So, babe, you're, you've been recruited into an episode of Guess That Price. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> Bob Iger... Uh, recently announced that um, you know they're bringing back after-hours uh, park experiences. Disney's Animal Kingdom, unfortunately, is not one of them. But Magic Kingdom, Disney's Hollywood Studios were, and it was a very limited group of people that can buy these tickets. They l- reduced the number so you, you could almost walk on everything. It was open for three hours after the park was closed. And, um, you know, so you could buy, it was not, obviously not part of your regular ticket. They kicked everybody out who it didn't have the wristband to, to say, you know, I'm, I'm after hours. And for those three hours, you got to basically ride whatever you wanted to. Knowing that the price of a full day at the parks is somewhere between 105 and $115 for one single day park ticket any of the park. I thought it was 200. No, no. It's 100 it's like 105, 110, 115 depending on the time of year. Guess the price of the 3 hours, 3 hour after hours event at Magic Kingdom or Disney Hollywood Studios. 95. It's not a terrible guess, but no. It is 135 to 160 dollars. It's more than the actual price my, of a full day. My original guess was going to be 125 but then when you told me a, the price of a regular ticket was lower than I expected. 
And that's why I said the price of a regular ticket to sort of throw you off. <laughs> because you would think that for three hours after, like from 6 to 9 o'clock at night, or no, it's even later than that, it's like uh, 8 to 11, is going to be less than a ticket from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I mean, you got 12 hours or whatever it is, 10 to 12 hours. But you don't have to deal with the crowds? Correct. I find that appealing. Oh, it's definitely appealing. <laughs> but is three hours with less crowds better than 12 hours with crowds? Or, or worth more, let me put it that way. In the summer, <laughs> it's, it's not as hot. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I mean, it depends on the circumstance. Okay. I mean, you could, if you really wanted to, um, say... Do I, a full day at a different park. And or then, do a full day at the pool I'm, in their I'm hotel. I'm thinking the only park I would find this a benefit for would be Magic Kingdom. Absolutely. It's much more beneficial. And that's the one that's a little bit pricier than the Hollywood Studios right. one. The other parks, I think you can kind of deal with the crowds and it just wouldn't be that much that worth it. But Magic Kingdom you might actually get more rides in in those three hours than all day. (laughs) And, um, I mean, Hollywood Studios has the Star Wars stuff, which is very hard to get through. I mean, it's Star Wars and Toy Story Land get crowded. So there is a benefit to that, too. I understand why those were the two parks. Uh, They have added, though, Epcot and oddly Typhoon Lagoon are going to be getting after-hours events coming up soon for those who are interested. I don't think Typhoon Lagoon will be as pricey as those other ones, just saying. Um, but um, anyway, that was an episode. So for our, uh, our fans over at Be Our Guest, that is a, a, a new episode of Guess That Price. Although this time it's called Christina Guess That Price instead of Gabe, Dave Guess That Price. But anyway, that is our episode. So if you are heading over to Disney's Animal Kingdom for the anniversary or even the week or two surrounding it, um, you get all those uh, cupcakes and merch, although the merch will probably stick there longer than a couple of weeks because it, some of those things that I saw, I'm not sure if they're going to sell. They'll be in the Disney outlet in a couple of, in a few months down the road. Um, but that is uh, our episode of Radio Harambe. I'm actually going to throw a curveball at you right now. Um, do you want to record again, like next week, and do what we would give Disney's Animal Kingdom for its 25th birthday. <laughs> Does that sound like a good idea? I mean, you're putting me on the spot. I sure. am very much so, and I apologize for that. I, I, I have a question about the 25th. Sure, go ahead. In general, how long does this last? Because it's not like a normal, we always bring up Earth Day and it being the anniversary of Animal Kingdom, but 25? Five's kind of big, and for it the is. bigger ones, for the different parks, usually it's a longer-than-normal celebration. So till the end of the month doesn't seem right. Are they? How long are they making this one last? 25's big. Um, it depends, really. I mean, if you look at the different things that they're selling, they're all different dates. Like, some of them are just that day, April 22nd, Earth Day. Most of them are, like have already started and go through like are basically all of April, most of them. Um, the merch, like I said, it just came out on a certain day and I guess it'll just be there until they sell out or until they just, you know, want to have some other space there. So 
Now, with regards to like the special meet and greets and stuff, like Moana, like the Discovery or River Boats, those are all like just a couple of days around April 22nd. It's, it's not a long thing. It's really just a couple of days. It's a shame because 25 is a big deal. 25 is a big deal. And that actually reminded me of something else I wanted to bring up. And that is uh, if you are on Instagram, I uh, and Aaron Animal Kingdom fan, I'm sure most of you already follow Joe Rohde, my, uh, I, who I now consider a friend since we text each other. Um, <laughs> the, um, his Instagram, he is doing a special thing for Disney's birthday, Disney's Animal Kingdom birthday. He's doing these special long-winded posts about sort of the development of the park. He's done uh, a long post about um, some of the early concepts. Uh, like, you know, they, they were going to have a park that just was like five different safaris at one time. They um, had an idea called, oh, it was like Nature's Something, which was basically instead of the Tree of Life being the center of the park, it was going to be like an Epcot-style pavilion about conservation as the center of the park. You sort of got that at Rafiki's Planet Watch eventually, but it was different. It was going to be more elaborate, you know, a bigger thing. Um, the second one he did was about William Conway. Um, William Conway um, was the director of the Bronx Zoo for many, many, many years. He's unfortunately since passed away. Uh, he was the director when I worked there as a volunteer for many, many, many years. Um, and he was instrumental, and Joe talks a little bit about that in a post about how instrumental he was to sort of give Disney's Animal Kingdom street cred in the zoo community. So when they went to AZA meetings and stuff, I mean, people wanted to see what was going on. When it wasn't just out Disney, they're just doing a, a, a stupid animal thing. Um, you know, they had some street cred thanks to Bill Conway's early involvement. And Bill Conway is also the one that gave uh, Joe Rohde Rick Barangi's name, who became the, the, the main animal guy early on in that park. And the most recent one was about how, a post I mean, was about how they went to various uh, zoos and they specifically talked about uh, how the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum was very instrumental in sort of their early thinking on Disney's Animal Kingdom. So it's, it's if you're interested in Disney history, Interested in Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, or a combination of the two, please follow Joe Rohde. He's given you some very interesting kind of behind-the-scenes stuff. So I are, very I much recommend that. For you, then. Are you now interested in going to Tucson to the Arizona Desert Museum? Uh, the Arizona Desert Museum was always interesting to me, not, not just this. I have a book on the Arizona Desert Museum. In fact, you purchased the book for me about the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. So... I have always been interested in the Arizona Sonora, Sonora Desert Museum. Are you trying to coax me into a trip to Tucson? Is that what's going on here? I don't think people, everyone knows where you're from. Okay. One of the many places I'm from, because as a military <laughs> brat, is Tucson. So I'm very familiar with the Arizona Desert Museum. Sure. I had no idea it was that influential in me neither. I did not know that particular zoo. I knew they went to various zoos. I know they went to the Bronx Zoo and Zoo Atlanta and San Diego and stuff like that. I did not know the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum was instrumental. Interesting, though. My parents took us, I believe, every weekend our first year there because they loved it so much. And I can kind of see some of the influences now that you say that. So 
Okay. And and it and it's interesting to know. I mean, just for people who don't know what it is, the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. The word is museum, and it is a museum in a way, but it's also pretty, very much a zoo. It is a zoo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot about uh, my understanding. A lot about uh, botanical. Mm -hmm. Uh, plants there's a lot about the geology of the sonora desert museum there's Mm -hmm. exhibits about that but it is very much a zoo yep one of our favorite spots is you go through a cave because there's a lot of caves and things because in the summer is the only cool spot in that whole place (laughs) gotcha But, but yeah but there's a lot of it's kind of a botanical garden slash zoo but in very like open Mm -hmm. realistic kind of I'll take you someday. Yeah, we will definitely go one of these days. <laughs> but anyway, so that is uh, today's episode or this week's or this month's or this whatever's episode of Radio Harambe. Again, I recommend you go to our Tea Public store and purchase uh, to celebrate Disney's Animal Kingdom's 25th anniversary. Walk around in that uh, uh, Joe Rody masks and bead shirt or uh, the Tiger River Run. That's another deep cut that you did. But there's is a hotel, a Burdika is a good or is a good shirt. Go on there. Uh, you can catch it on <clears throat> my uh, Twitter at Jumbo Everyone. You'll, it's in the it's in the profile. Same thing with our t- our two Instagram sites. One that Dave runs at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and one that I do Safari underscore Mike. So uh, for Christina and myself, I thank you for listening. Quaharini and go well. Now kungu, now utu kupu, ah